Hey everybody, it's Tuesday, December 13th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys. Part two of our prospect perspective, we're going to go over the next seven players on our prospect list, and there was also one little note today on the Texas Rangers that we're going to go over. Join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. It's your boy, Kevin a.k.a. YBK, along with my co-host, the man with the beard that never ends, the 300-pound pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. We are the boys. Find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Kevin Lee Frazier. Manimal, where can they find you on socials? And more importantly, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. We're going we're gonna to get into our second installment of Prospect Talk. We've got seven more guys to go over tonight, and uh, I, I have a feeling there's a couple of guys that we've already talked about, um, so you'll know a little bit more about those guys than uh, some of the other guys. And uh, we're going to get into uh, a couple of guys that, not just a guy that was drafted this past year, but also a guy that was signed through the, uh, through the international um, prospectus. So we're going to get into some guys that uh, maybe that you haven't heard of just yet, but that are big-time prospects and uh, they're really young guys. Um, and then that brings me to my social media. You can find oh. me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, on Instagram at Manimal300, on TikTok at Bull Pro. What? Ooh, whoa, whoa. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Big developments on the show today. I... Now have a, an actual TikTok handle. I don't have videos yet, but that may change tomorrow. I've got some good ones that need to be on there. So, okay, okay. and then also, I don't want to neglect, just because I updated myself to TikTok doesn't mean I'm going to neglect the people that haven't gotten that far yet or the people that don't care to get in with that Chinese company. Whoa, watch it, watch it, watch whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can find whoa. me on Facebook at Bull Pro <laughs> or the 300-pound Manimal fan page if you want to know where I'm going to be wrestling in the upcoming days. But let's let's get away from all of that. We want to talk prospects today, not about Manimals. Oh, man. Well, hey, brother, I'm, I'm super pumped. Uh, I felt like last time I was learning prospects and drinking from a fire hose all at one time, and I thought that was great. And I think that's a huge part of what brings value to the show uh, is that, you know, we just have a ton of information packed into to each episode and it gives you the opportunity. If you miss something, you can always rewind it. Uh, if you need to stop and pause and go look these guys up on baseball reference, you can. Uh, about today Because there are some names on here that I'm not familiar with, but I know you're familiar with, and I'm excited for our listeners to get familiar with them because I think we're going to be looking, we're looking at a really bright future for the Texas Rangers organization, not only at the major league level, but at the farm level. So let's get into it, man. Who is let's first? jump in. Who do you, who do you got? Who you got? We're, well, yesterday we ended on the Fs with Justin Foscue. So today we've okay. got to start pick back up. We're going to pick back up in the G's. And uh, okay. that's going to bring us to Anthony Gutierrez. Anthony Gutierrez is a kid that they dra- that they not drafted that they got from the international um, 
with their international pool money last year. Uh, he's a, a Venezuelan kid that moved to the Dominican Republic early to get into uh, the uh, Nina Academy, which is a, you know, a major league production place. Um, some, some people have come from that from there already in the big leagues. Um, so it's, it's that kind of place that he's just, uh, you know, he was one of the better right-handed bats in the international class. And um, the Rangers kind of came in and, and, and snuck him away from the, uh, the Washington Nationals um, because they could commit him more money and get him into the U.S. to play at 17 instead of waiting until he was 18. So the Rangers kind of snuck him away from the Nationals. Um, he had a pretty successful first year in the uh, um, in, with the with the uh, with the club or with the farm system. He uh, he had a uh, in his 23 games with the the Dominican Summer League team before he came to the states. He was he was just smashing. He had a 946 ops. Um, well, real quick, he, he had talking about huh what position does he play oh he's an outfielder i'm sorry he's an outfielder probably right now playing center field probably playing center field but uh uh he's a 6'3 180 i mean he's about the same size as evan carter about the same you know so you know i mean i'm not saying that he's the same skill set just right now he's also a a left or a right-handed batter instead of a left-handed batter so he's not exactly the a, a, a clear cut, just like um, Evan Carter got, you know, he isn't just like him, but he's also, you know, I mean, he, he, he was pretty successful last year in his first year of playing pro ball. So, you know, he got to the United States um, played for the Rangers rookie team late in the season and got an opportunity to kind of, you know, he shined there. I mean, he, he wasn't as good as he was in the Dominican summer league team, but for a 17 year old playing, in you know coming to the United States midway through the season, coming into the season midway through it, I think I think he did a really good job, and I think that he can develop into probably a corner outfielder with a little bit of pop, or he may stay on center field just because he's got that you know he's got that speed. He's a he's a fast guy. He's a pretty fast wow. guy, but he's got what a big athlete. time arm. So I wouldn't be shocked if he gets moved into right field. I mean, so, you know, he's got a plus-plus arm. So we'll just see. But uh, Anthony Gutierrez is the first guy that we're going to talk about tonight. And, uh, you know, if you've got any questions about him, feel free to ask. I may not have answers just yet, you know. I mean, he just signed, (laughs) you know, last year before. You know, I mean, this year. He was a 2022 signing. So, you know, I don't know just a ton about him just yet. And he hasn't, uh, you know, he he hasn't made it. Next year, when he's at Down East, I think I'll probably have a better scouting report on him. But everything about him right now is it definitely puts him in my top twenty as far as the prospect lists, and he may even be in my top ten. Wow! So very athletic. Said he says he said he's got a little pop. He's got a little pop. I think he's going to grow into his pop, though. He's got. I mean, he's okay. a he's a, um, a a good right-handed bat, and he was one of the better right-handed bats in the international class this past year. So I wouldn't be shocked that you know uh, if if he ends up being one of those guys that turns into a right fielder 
because he doesn't have because you know he may lose a step as he gets a little bit bigger. Gotcha, gotcha. I like it. The athletes, um, obviously, they got a hit. Uh, big arm, got some wheels. The Rangers seem so strong at the middle in the farm, man. I mean, it just seems like everybody we're talking about is either a shortstop, second base, or center field. And those guys, number one, they're versatile, but number two, they're valuable. I mean, everybody wants. Well, I think more positions. even you could. I think you could even put it more on shortstops and center fielders. You know, those are the guys that people are out there getting. You know, they're out there. Guys that can play shortstop, play center field. It makes you think they can play anywhere on the diamond. Love it. Love it. So, all right. So, Anthony Gutierrez, center field, outfield. Sounds like a, a guy that we're probably going to want to keep an eye on. And I can't wait to to look, watch these guys as the year goes on. So, and, and, again, uh, 18 years old. Um, just 18. turned 18 last month. Oh, my month. gosh. Yeah. Guys, our, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What so, a great so backstory of how the Rangers stole him. What a great yeah, backstory. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know exactly the story on it, but I do know that they uh, – they, uh, he opted to come with the Rangers because they could, they could play him faster, not because they could offer him more money. Oh, wow. What an advantage. Well, who you got next? So, so the next, next guy, this is a guy that we've talked about quite a bit. Okay. He was uh, he was brought over here in the Mike Miner trade. He was All the right. he was the actually wasn't the big piece that they thought that they got back. They thought that the other guy that they got back was a, a better prospect. Um, and I think he still I think that other guy steals some bases down there, but he can't get on base, and he probably is a couple of years away from not probably being in the farm system anymore but we're talking dustin harris here who is a corner outfielder uh can play some first and third but i think they've pretty much decided that he's going to be a corner outfielder and um you know he's progressed as far as uh i believe i believe double a he might even got some swings in triple a last year but i i'm pretty sure he spent the whole season at frisco uh, he he continued to develop. His batting average fell a little bit, but and and his you know his ops was down a little bit from the year before. But the year prior, he had a really really nice season where he was getting on at a four hundred clip and and slugging at a five fifty clip. So you didn't you, you, you didn't think that was going to probably hold for a, a full season in Double A. But there's no reason to believe that he won't get another promotion this year. Um, he's going to probably play at the triple a round rock next year. I mean, he hit 17 home runs on the back of hitting 20 home runs at a, at a ball. Um, he drives in some runs. He, uh, he doesn't strike out a ton, um, but he's, he's still probably almost a two to one strikeout to walk. And, uh, you know, he's, he's somewhere around 40 when you're talking about extra base hits. Um, okay. In in 331 at bats, and that's going to change as he gets more at bats, and he'll get more at bats this year in in AAA than he's ever gotten in his career. So I imagine that you could probably pencil him in for left field this year, playing every day at AAA, with the uh, idea that he's on deck. And linked about and about and if we Harris. need to, th- yeah, if you need to listen some more, uh, if you want some more about uh, Dustin Harris. Um, we talked about him when we talked about the 40-man additions. We talked about him when we talked about left field, center field, DH. So we've, we've talked a lot about Dustin Harris on this show just because he progressed so much 
a couple of years ago through the system. But we can move on anytime you're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's get to these guys we've never talked about. I'm excited. All right. So the next guy that we're going to talk about, he was a guy that they left unprotected in the Rule 5 draft this year, and he did not get drafted. Uh, he was he was brought over in the Matt Bush trade last year at the deadline um, when, uh, you know, he's a left-handed relief pitcher, uh, Antoine Kelly. Did he play in the bigs last year? Did he get he a did look not. at the majors? No, no, no. Okay. He, uh, there was he a couple was... of young guys that got looks last year in the, in the bullpen. I can't remember the names right off the head. No, he wasn't one of the guys, no. He um, he struggled a little bit when he came over here at Frisco. They they gave him some starts, but I think he's going to end up being a relief pitcher. If you, if, if you ask me, I'm not 100% sure, but I think he'll end up being a relief pitcher at some point in his career in the big leagues. I don't think that he'll be a starter, but I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. He doesn't get, you know, he's got, he's got, he's, he's a tough guy to hit. You know, he doesn't have a, a he, he, in both places, even having a 723 ERA last year in Frisco in his five, in his seven games, he still had a 194 batting average. He's just got to get those walks down. He, he, he needs to be – if you're going to have a, a 194 batting average, your strikeout to walks needs to be more like like 50 to 5 instead of 24 to 19. Gotcha, gotcha. What kind of stuff does he have? What are we looking at? Let's see. Let, let me bring up his stuff real quick. He is a fastball slider changeup. Okay. Um, his okay. his changeup leaves a lot to be desired, which what is what makes me think that he's going to be a bullpen guy is because yeah. he's a plus plus fastball plus plus slider, but he's a below average changeup and he's below average control. So if you if you start thinking, hey, I can get this guy to pinpoint his fastball and his slider a little bit, we drop the changeup, he becomes a two pitch pitcher and he gets guys out from the left side in the bullpen. That's oh. my thought on him. Which is not there's bad. nothing wrong you with need that. A guy no. Like that. Yeah. No, those guys. I mean, was it Jeff Nelson? Was it? He stayed in the 30 years well, at, at a, a high level. He was a right handed guy that okay, did I'm that, sorry. though. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure there's somebody out there that we could, but. But there are guys. I mean, Rob Dibble, guys like that. Was Rob Dibble, was he the lefty? Which we're, was the we're lefty from? We're, we're over. Yeah, two, I think I we're. Think. I think we're actually thinking about uh, the same the, guy, the, Norm Charlton. Norm Charlton. That's who we're really thinking about. We're all thinking about Charlton, yeah. but he's a yeah. he's six foot five and he's got the low arm slot. So that just it it just makes me think, um, you know, maybe bottom rotation guy, but more likely a high leverage bullpen guy. And that's yeah. that's nothing wrong with that, and that still puts him somewhere on this list in my in my opinion just because he's one of those guys that he's going to he's going to get he's going to get out sometime in his career in the big leagues and I don't know if they're going to be from the rotation but he's going to get out sometime in the big leagues I like it I like it and again like 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 we were just saying you need these guys on your team players that can play roles and I think guys coming out you know it, it's always great it's always gooder to have guys come out of the system to fill these roles than it is to have to go buy some free agent, you know, that you don't necessarily always know what you're getting, even if they are a veteran. Sometimes that the other team didn't tell you about and uh, the lemon. So I think this is not a bad thing. And I think 
do you think we're going to see him next year? No, I think he'll get a he'll start in Frisco. So if okay. if we do see him next year, that means he he tore up the Texas League, worked his way through the PCL, and and he won't be up until at least after All Star break if he's up at all. I would I would hope not. I would hope that we don't get into a situation where we have to rush him along because okay. next year you can put him on the 40 man roster after the season and 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 get him ready to, you know, you know, tender him a contract. Right, right. He can play a role on the team. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So not a sexy pick, but I, I think it's somebody like you said is gonna play in the big. So who you got next? Well, my next guy, he's a uh, he's a um, a former ninth round draft pick from 2019 that the Rangers added to their 40 man roster. So we talked a little bit about him earlier in the year, or earlier in the in episode, maybe one or two even, because okay. uh, um, uh, he was put on the 40 man roster because they did not want to let him go after getting to AAA last year and having a, a sub-2 ERA, and that's Zach Kent. Zach Kent, he kind of, you know, wasn't super great at Frisco, but because his numbers had played and he'd already spent a little bit of time, you know, he got his 25 starts in Frisco is basically what he did, and he was never really great at Frisco. But he threw over a hundred innings there, and, you know, and he was getting a lot of, you know, he was getting his strikeouts because I mean, in his, in his two, you know, he was somewhere around 110 to 40 strikeouts, 39 to 115, 16, 26. Okay. So he, I mean, he was getting his strikeouts. He wasn't walking a lot of guys. Maybe his opponent batting average was a little high. But he got to the PCL last year, and you know the PCL is a place where batters feast. Yeah. And in five yeah. starts, he had a one six seven ERA, and his strikeouts to walk, twenty three to thirteen, which was maybe up a little bit on the walks. But that opponent's batting average went down under two hundred for basically the first time in his pro career. So you know, like he he may have he may have walked a couple of more batters. But his his batting average or his opponent's batting average went way down, and I think that led to a lot of success there. And uh, just real quick, while we're talking about him, he's a uh, fastball, curveball, slider, changeup guy, and all of them are pretty much plus pitches. The changeup probably isn't a plus pitch, but it's it's better than it's better than most changeups that you see coming into the league because he's a little bit older guy. He's going to be twenty five. This year, so he'll be 25. I mean, not super old, but at the same time, you know, he's getting close to being ready for the big leagues. And, you know, he may get a couple of starts here and there this year in the big leagues. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I think, again, a guy that that we already kind of talked about earlier, and, and I think it's kind of cool because maybe, you know, you see this all the time. The name will be um, – Guys that, and it let, I mean, speaking, I mean, John DeGrom, same story. Like, yes, John DeGrom. Is that what I, did I say? John DeGrom? I'm, I'm not, I'm not letting this go today. I thought I, I'm not I thought letting I it said go. Jake, I thought I said you, Jake DeGrom. Sorry. Can Sorry. continue on, continue on. Quit, 
Quit, quit uh, um, comparing every left-handed prospect the Rangers have to, to, to Jake Degrom. He's a, he's a righty. Okay, but story-wise, <laughs> he was a guy that no one really saw coming. You'd love to think that maybe this guy is someone that maybe has kind of turned the corner, might have found a few things out, and maybe that's probably why the Rangers protected him instead of some of the other guys they could have protected. Uh, because maybe yeah, they think maybe yeah. he's ready to turn the corner and, uh, you know, might might have a little something there. And, and again, not everybody, and, and you're the one that I'm preaching to the choir here, not everybody's ready to go at 22, 21, 22 years old. Some of these guys are late bloomers and need a little time to, to get the seasoning that they need. And I think the Rangers and we are both, us and the Rangers are hoping uh, maybe that, you know, this is his year to kind of like maybe turn that corner and maybe contribute to the big league. The big league agree. club. Agree. Agree. Now, the next guy on this list, we've talked about, but well, we could probably talk about him for another minute or two because probably he's probably on most people's list going to be the number one or two prospect in the Rangers system, and that's mm-hmm. Jack Leiter. Yeah. Yeah. His, I mean, we're, we're going in. He's going to be 23 this year. He's going to be in his second year of pro baseball. He's got he's got fastball, curveball, slider, changeup. They're all plus pitches. He's just got to figure out how to put it together and get that control on the same level as his pitches. Well, um, have you ever do you think that maybe last year, um, you know, Jack Leiter doesn't know he's going to play in the big league like pretty soon in the main event. Might be this year, but I think we definitely think it's going to be next year. He think that maybe like he came in, um, you know, really trying to work on specific in his game, and and that might have led to like the higher. Obviously, we know ERAs are inflated in the minors, but maybe maybe because when he saw him in that uh, major league, what was it, the All Star game? I yeah, mean, the uh, he was kind the of like the game. highlight. Yeah, reel. yeah, he was like the highlight. Yeah. So I think there's wonder, there's no reason to believe I, I he had he had a handful of really good really bad starts this year where he didn't get out of the second didn't get out of the third where i think his inflated era is maybe a little it, it was probably a little higher than he pitched last year um but he's just got to get back to where he's he's got that life on his fastball that's riding more get that uh you know, get it to where he can play his cha- his uh, curveball a little bit more. Uh, I mean, he's just. I think. I think it's just. I don't know. Maybe maybe the ERA might be a little bit inflated because he was working on things. I just think he's one of those guys that uh, last year isn't going to affect how this year works for him. And I. I mean, I. I wholeheartedly believe he'll probably he'll get the promotion from. From Frisco to to Round Rock, so I mean, you know, let's just see how it plays in in AAA next year. Yeah, because man, like he was he was mowing him down in the Futures game, and it was almost like you saw him raise his game uh, because of the because of the fact that everybody's watching. And I, I just wonder if you know there might have been a little bit of 
playing possum. I don't know. That's the best way I can describe I it. I think but- I think he was too. He was just wild last year. He 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 isn't a guy that strikes me as going to be a a guy that has a two to one strikeout to walk ratio the rest of his career. Right, and you know what's funny? Bring that else that you know you saw. We saw the some of the control issues with Otani last year, not this year, but or not this last year that we watched, but year before last. And it seemed like last year, like somewhere in there, he really worked that stuff out. And once he did, I mean, God was just lights out. And I just wonder if maybe you're going to see that this year, maybe lighter starts to kind of work this thing out. And once the guy gets control of his pitches and you start to really see him command the strike zone. uh, I mean, do you think he actually could end up on the big league roster this year? If he really yeah, starts to yeah. Down. I mean, he won't be the first guy, though. I mean, he won't be one of the first guys. They're not gonna. They're not gonna put him on the forty man right away to get him up to the big leagues. They want to get him starts. They want to get him, you know, another at least fifty innings probably in the minor leagues before they even start thinking about it. Right. Right. Okay. I, I agree. I think it's a good move. Bad thing, uh, especially if the Rangers. Are- one of those teams that are, are actually in um, that are doing something, you know, and making moves in the, in the regular season. I, I don't hate bringing up guys like this if they're, they're hot in the minors and really seeing how they handle some of these situations. I, I don't hate it. I, I like to see if these guys have, you know, the stones to go out there and, and be cold blooded. And you want to know that from a guy uh, sooner than later. And uh, again, I, I would love to see that. I'm a big fan of that, but I'm also kind of on the, there's no reason to rush him Give if, if we've got him. So that's kind of my Absolutely. stance. Absolutely. So uh, we, we, we've talked about lighter in the past too. I mean, we're, we're, right. we like him. I mean, there's no, there's no change. Last year didn't change my opinion on what, what I think we're getting from him. Uh, right. So we'll, uh, we'll go on the next the next one, the next guy that we're going to talk about is uh, I. Now, my pronunciation of the name may be incorrect, but I'll get better as we see him more. He'll be at Hickory this year, so we'll see a little bit more of him. Uh, Yaizon Morobel. Okay. And now okay. he's a left handed outfielder from. Uh, um, let's see. He's from their 2020, 2021 international class. He's a Dominican Republic kid that, uh, he put together his first season in the, in the, uh, in the States last year. Um, he played some at down East played some in the rookie league. Um, it, you know, as, as the game, as he catches up to the league that, and, and spends a full year in down East next year, I have, uh, no reason to believe that he won't be a guy that's probably close to 300, 400, 500. Wow. Really? I mean, through the, through the minor leagues, through, you know, through his first couple of years in the minor leagues, that may catch up to him as, as we go along. That's going to catch as, as pitching catches up to him and stuff like that. I mean, it, but he's got that real outside opportunity to be that kind of player. Wow. Wow. So she said left-handed outfielder. So most, most likely a right fielder. Um, what, and then what kind of makeup, you know, is he a big kid? Is he 
Like, what are we looking at? Are we looking at a kind of a guy with a little more power? Another, or? you know, 6'2", 170. Got okay. a big arm. Got a, you know, hits the ball. He's got some power. He runs okay. Like I said, the big arm. And he's, and he's probably closer to the middle of the pack as an outfielder, as an as a overall fielder. Um, mm-hmm. But he's another one of these guys that he's got solid tools, I mean, across the board. And, uh, you know, I think as he gets some time in, uh, with, in the Carolina league or, or the uh, next year, he'll, he'll figure it out and, and he'll be that kind of guy. Now he, he may not hit 300 next year, but I think he will in two years in Hickory if he doesn't get a promotion next year and end up in, in Frisco next year. But again, he's a young guy, still only 19, I mean, literally, like just turned 19 the other day. So wow. next year will definitely be his 19th season, and he'll already be, you know, stateside playing ball. So that's a good that's a good sign. And uh, you know, he's got he's got the makeup of a, a you know a, a really toolsy outfielder that could play some. I mean, he he could play, and he's a, an extra hit extra base hit guy. He can steal some bases. He's he's quick to the ball. Uh, at the plate and and he makes that repeated contact that you want to see so you know he's got bat the ball skills and 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 he's just one of those guys that uh you know i've been pretty excited about him for a little while and he's going to be he's going to be on that you know he may be on the bottom half of my my prospect list but he's going to be on the upper half of that bottom half gotcha gotcha well exciting guy he said Faison. is that the right uh yeah um, I I believe it's Yaison. Yeah, okay. It's Y E I S O N, but you know the Y. It might. I don't know how that is. I don't know if it's a a J or is is a Yaison. Okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but his last name M O R R O B E L Morobel. Morobel. Okay, Yaison Morobel. Okay. And we got one okay. last guy to get into. We're gonna we talk got? about him real quick. Um, this is the Rangers' fourth-round draft pick from last year, who oh, yeah. somehow they managed to get the o- top overall pitcher in the fourth round to sign with them. But whenever they were able to offer him three point seven million in the fourth round, it was kind of an easy decision. Um, I don't know when the last time this kid's lost a baseball game pitching. He, I mean, he he hits hundred with plenty of sidearm run. Um, I mean, he's just going to be as he, you know, and probably the best change up in the draft as a high school kid. I mean, this this guy's got some, uh, he's got some fire in him and we'll just kind of, I think he'll be definitely a guy that we probably watch quite a bit this year. And because he'll probably start the season with the wood ducks and uh, in Kinston for the for down east, so you know, I mean, we'll just watch him. There's a lot to like about him. You know, he's a he's a six foot four, two hundred and ten pound power pitcher. That uh, you know, at some point, we'll get a chance to to really see him a little bit. But I mean, you know, when you're coming into the when you're coming into pro ball and and your scouting grades are seventy on that fastball, you know, there's there's something to like about that. Big time prospect. Rangers made this move. 
I, I remember watching a game where the Rangers introduced him, him and I think it was uh, Rocker. They introduced them Kumar both like, Rocker, in the yeah. same game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll him, talk like, about him tomorrow. Like Twelve. I can't wait. But the, yeah, this kid looks um, twelve years old. But he but throws a hundred. So the, yeah. Once I saw the numbers, though, uh, and then he stood up, I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, he's <laughs> no wonder, he's a big no kid, wonder. and you know right. he may. He may still be growing. You never know. And uh, when I was 18, I grew another inch. So, you know, if he ends up being six five, after, nothing wrong with that. I didn't grow after seventh grade, but that's that's a whole other that's a whole other podcast. Um, that's well, a, awesome. So, that, so anything else you got for us before we uh, close up shop? Just uh, real quick, fastball, curveball, slider, changeup, all plus pitches. It's nice to see. Um, We'll get into the last six um, tomorrow. But, um, you know, like I said, there's some that you knew on this list. There's some that you didn't know. But I think uh, um, after we get through tomorrow, we're going to have a real nice idea of, of where the Rangers stand on the top 20 that I like. Awesome. Oh, I think tomorrow we're taking off. Am I right? Oh, I'm sorry. Thursday, yeah. Thursday. Okay. Good, 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 good. All right, first of all, I just want to say I appreciate all the effort and time you put in. I know our listeners do. Uh, in the passion shows, um, you know, my only hope right now is that we don't put, uh, put Brock Porter through uh, a deceleration process. Um, so No, that ain't happening. <laughs> hey, real quick, I forgot. Uh, I forgot real quick. I wanted to uh, bring up that uh, today uh, the Washington Nationals claimed – AJ Alexi off of waivers, oh, yeah. which come, brings to a conclusion the you uh, Darvish trade, and oh. Darvish pitched to what like eight games for the Dodgers, and the Dodgers still won that thing. So that's kind of yeah. that's kind of sad. But anyways, well, I, can... I don't want to bring the room down with that because we just talked about <laughs> seven guys that are the future. Right, right, and maybe we can touch on that a little bit of uh, uh, maybe next week when we start getting into some other things but uh yeah man i really appreciate it bull you got anything for the people before we head out no nothing tonight okay awesome well hey thanks everybody for joining us uh we really just appreciate every person that listens uh this is again texas rangers with the boys we are the boys signing out